Hello, this is Let's Talk About Austin. I'm Shara Denton with Marcus. And we are uh, honored today to have Department of Public Health here today, Kristen Patton and Stephanie. And they're going to talk about the COVID numbers and the things that the community needs to be aware of with the uh, growing numbers of COVID in our community. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for having us. Awesome. Now that Marcus go. Uh, well, Obviously, um, we're seeing an uptick in COVID numbers again. Um, we got your press release <laughs> once last week, yes. um, and plus, we we see people in our in our coworkers being out and their family members and all that stuff. So we know that the numbers are going up. So, um, we, what's causing this spike? So. Unfortunately, I'm the one that uh, gets tagged with the job of sending out press releases as the public information officer for South Health District. However, Stephanie is our COVID epidemiologist, so I'm going to let her speak a little bit more on why we're starting to see this surge, since she would be the subject matter expert in this situation. Thank you. Um, so basically, the surges are from the variants. Viruses are very good at changing and adapting, and that's just what we've been seeing with COVID. I think a lot of us in our personal lives feel like COVID has been around forever, but scientifically speaking, it's quite new. And so it's some viruses change very slowly and some change very quickly, and that's just what we're seeing with COVID. Okay. And I guess, obviously, the numbers are going up. But the numbers that you guys receive are probably not indicative of actually the people that are testing positive because of all the at-home tests. So what what should we be doing as as a community to kind of protect ourselves or, you know, to wh what should we be doing to protect ourselves? I don't so those at-home tests are extremely important because they allow access to people who may not have the ability to go to the health department or go to the doctor's office to get that test. But you are correct. It does make it to where the numbers aren't a 100% accurate reflection of COVID within our communities. So we do want to make sure that people know that they have those tests available for free at all 10 of our county health departments. They can go pick them up at any time that the office is open and they do not have to pay anything for them. And that makes it to where it's a lot easier for them to know if they have COVID. Now, one thing that we do see a lot of in South Georgia is people who want to say, oh, well, it's just allergies or, oh, you know, something's blooming. And that might be the case. You may be absolutely right. But these at-home tests do allow people to know for sure whether or not what they have is COVID or allergies. And we also want to remind everybody that if you do have symptoms and you do test negative, it's always best to test again in a day or two just to make sure because, and Stephanie can speak to this a little more, but I know some of the variants aren't showing up as quickly on tests and things like that. And so you never want to, you know, take that first negative as a 100% confirmation you don't have it if you are symptomatic. Yeah, the amount of virus in your system is, is very individual. So it's definitely possible to have COVID and test negative, even if you go to the doctor and, and get a test. Um, and as Kristen said, the at-home tests are very important. It's a very important tool. It allows you to assess your own risk and your family's risks and makes those decisions on 
just day-to-day things like work but also you know should you attend an event or something like this and it does mean that the numbers that we're putting out are lower than the people who actually have covid but it's not really a new thing numbers have never been 100 percent, and they're not 100 percent with anything the flu mm-hmm. anything you have um, so we do have methods of assessing you know, the COVID in each individual community without 100% of the data. So we just want to make sure that people are following what you would follow for any illness. If you're sick, you shouldn't be at work or at an event or at school, regardless of if you have COVID. Mm -hmm. You should be, you know, practicing proper hand hygiene. You should be covering your cough. disinfecting you know ensuring our you know your workplace or where you're going is disinfected you know maybe stay away from uh, drinking fountains and, <laughs> and things like that it's just very important for each person to assess their individual risk and their family's risk and make decisions based on their you know are you high risk or is someone in your household high risk Well, there also seems to be a lot of misconceptions about COVID, too. Like, some people don't understand you can get it more than one time. Yes. Or that if you're vaccinated, you can still catch COVID. Can you kind of Mm -hmm. touch on those and what people should be aware of? Because I think some people think if I have COVID one time, I'm good. Like, you can, (laughs) and I've met people that have gotten it two to three times since the pandemic first started. So, what suggestions would you have for them? So, what we know is that getting COVID within 90 days of already having COVID is extremely unlikely. Most people are going to go well beyond the 90 days before they're gonna get COVID again, you know, five months, six months, eight months. Mm -hmm. It's different for different people. um, And that's something that we're still learning. Um, If you are in a high risk group, if you are immune compromised, you are more likely to get it repeatedly or more quickly um, and as the variants come out as we learn about them it is also possible that that could change but at this time we're still seeing that 90-day window um, the big thing about vaccination we obviously want to ensure that people are getting vaccinated mm-hmm. it's free um, but the vac the point of the vaccine is not to keep you from getting COVID right. necessarily it's to keep you from potentially getting a severe COVID infection, they are very effective at keeping people out of the hospital. Yeah, obviously that's an important thing. Uh, There's many things that can happen, you know, for the hospital could have a surge of something else. You know, we we live right on the interstate and if we can keep you at a hospital with a shot, then if we have a major accident on the interstate, we're not clogging up the rooms for somebody who may may not need it because right. because they went ahead and got a right. got a shot simply and it's free just like the test so. yes that's definitely something that we've seen across uh these few years of covid we've seen during these surges the hospitals becoming overwhelmed and not being able to treat those people that they would normally be able to treat. I mean, pregnant women not being able to come in and get their like inductions or not be able to be seen as quickly as they typically would. Individuals who need a surgery, but maybe it isn't, you know, an emergent surgery being delayed to get that surgery. And so that's something that we need to remember is that while 
these COVID vaccinations may not be 100% no vaccine is, but it helps you prevent that serious illness and hopefully keep you out of the hospital and allow other people who need the hospital to be able to get those services. We want to keep it as low as possible, the rates within our community, and the vaccines help us do that. And by doing that, you're not only helping yourself, but mm -hmm. you're helping your own community. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so are you still seeing people come in to get the shots, or are, are you seeing groups of people coming in and getting the test? Um, what? what's those what is that looking like day to day so unfortunately we have seen a decrease in the last several months of people wanting to get vaccinations we are seeing people uh, coming in to get the boosters uh, especially those higher risk populations a lot of those people are coming in basically as soon as they qualify to get the booster um, we are of course struggling to get new people to get vaccinated we were very thankful whenever the notification came out that individuals six months and older could get the vaccine so that of course did open up a new population that could get the vaccine but unfortunately we are seeing that decrease mm -hmm. now we do testing in all of our health departments of course uh, Lowndes and Tift are the only ones that have set days but all the other health departments do them basically on a you call you get a test and so they have seen a recent uptick and individuals coming to get tested we aren't doing the large testing events anymore which we are thankful for and we hope to not go back to that absolutely we would love to not get back to those numbers mm -hmm. but we are offering those tests every day at our health departments and so we do want to remind people that if you don't have those at-home tests if you don't feel comfortable administering the at-home test we do offer those tests at the health department no cost and I, and I do have a question because I know we've been asked by people in some of our meetings with the city. Um, if you have a, if you want a boost, booster shot, mm -hmm. a lot of questions that we get at the city is, do you have to have the same type of booster from the same vendor? Like, for instance, Moderna, like, would you get the same booster? Because we've been asked that a lot. And, of course, I don't know the answer. but <laughs> It is recommended that okay. you, um, if you have Pfizer or Moderna, that you stick with Pfizer or Moderna okay. obviously with the um, Janssen Johnson and Johnson you would be getting a booster of Pfizer or Moderna um, but it's not necessary okay. to have the exact same I got an original Moderna and I got a Pfizer booster just because that was available at okay. the time so you it is recommended but it is not required if you have a really strong stance that you got Pfizer the first time and you really want to get Moderna now we just want to make sure that you get that booster okay that seems to be a misconception sometimes with the booster versus yes. the original vaccine. And I guess, um, are people getting second boosters or it's where are we at on that? I mean, I I have a booster mm -hmm. um, after I don't even know how long ago <laughs> it was, but I think I, back in November I got a booster. Mm -hmm. uh, but for those who need a booster or, or who have had a second shot, I think my mom who is immune compromised mm -hmm. she got a second booster is that correct uh, is that possible for some people yes um so it's important to speak to your doctor or go on the cdc website you can actually put in um what vaccine you received when you received it and it will tell you when you should get a booster uh, but generally speaking for most of us um we would get one booster if we had especially um adults okay. and then anyone who is um i believe it's 55 and up but 
Again, double check, check the CDC's website because yeah. those yes. guidelines are changing constantly. Then you would be eligible for a second booster, or if you are immune compromised, which you know your doctor should let you know mm-hmm. if you are considered immune compromised, and then you would get a second booster in that case as well. And I guess um, to go back to the the vaccine is available to what six, six months, months and older. older. Mm-hmm. So, um, for those parents who are considering that, wh- I guess, what sh- would you say to a parent who has a kid in that age range? I mean, I would say that, uh, that they should speak with their doctor because that's always going to be the first stop when you're making medical decisions for your children mm-hmm. is to speak with their doctor. Um, however, the CDC does recommend that everyone six and up should be vaccinated for COVID. Um, you know, generally speaking, kids have been in a lower risk group this entire time, but they may live with people who are in a higher risk group. And we also don't know what further variants mm-hmm. will be, you know, if they will be more severe or less severe. So it's just always a good idea to get your vaccine. <laughs> Now, I guess um, if I'm interested in getting a booster, I'm interested in getting um, the COVID test, uh, the free test that you guys hand out, or any other services from um, the Department of Health, how do I get in contact with you guys? So you can access all of the information on the services that we provide on our website, www.southhealthdistrict.com. If you're wanting specific information, add a backslash COVID-19 to that web address. Um, You can call your local health department. You can stop by your local health department, and they're happy to answer questions there as well. Um, But again, all 10 of our county health departments have those free COVID tests that you can take home. There's not a limit, though we do, you know, ask, don't go pick up 20 and then try to sell 15 (laughs) of them because we're going to get a little suspicious. But, you know, we want you to get that test. We want you to come to us to get tested if you don't feel comfortable doing it at home and make sure that you're getting that vaccination and that booster as quickly as you can if you qualify and if you want it and if you need it so um but again our website www.southhealthdistrict.com and then southhealthdistrict.com slash covid19 for the covid19 specific information is there anything else that you guys want to let people know about this recent covid surge obviously it's a lot better than it has been and but any surge is not a good surge but anything else you want people to kind of know about what's going on with covid so the numbers that we're seeing now while they are not as high as we have seen in the past they are significantly higher than what we've seen in the last three months we've over more than tripled our numbers in the last three months and just in the last week we've had over 700 cases in our 10 county district and so that is a significant increase over what we were seeing a few months ago COVID is very much still within our communities and Stephanie's already touched on this but we want to remind everybody of the importance of staying home if you're sick again yes it might just be allergies we know we know (laughs) we've lived in South Georgia too but it might not be and you don't want to go to work and get one of your coworkers sick and then them to take it home to their immune compromised family member that's what we're trying to avoid so stay home if you're sick yeah and get that test (laughs) and get that test if you have any symptoms at all get that test and if you continue to have symptoms get retested well, thank you all for what you all do that to inform the community and prevent this from spreading more. Because, like I said, there's a lot of misconceptions out there. But 
we try to do a good job of sharing that information to our people too on our social media so thank you all for what you guys do thank you and thank you for helping us spread the word following reliable sources on social media is very (laughs) important this time (laughs) let's talk valdosta is a presentation of the city of valdosta's communications team you can download this episode and previous episodes on spotify and apple podcasts follow the city of valdosta's social media accounts to learn about future episodes